Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. So I was, you know, we, I mean, we just came out of a series, you know, that's called as the comparison game, all right? And uh, I was really praying and asking the Lord, Lord, what do you want to speak to us as a church this morning, all right? And, um, you know, like when I was looking back, especially this last week, you know, we were praying about, you know, the missions, we were praying about, you know, the different churches that is at work, you know, in different places and different positions, okay? And I thought about us as a church, you know, New Life Fellowship, Manipal, you know, how we are positioned in this place and, you know, again, the whole idea of missions and the whole idea of uh, you know doing the thing that god has actually called us to do all right so i decided and i felt you know that one of the things that we needed to look at today especially you know being the day that you know churches all over new life at least is celebrating this day as mission sunday i thought you know let's take some time to look at the concept of missions is that okay hello you should be excited all right and i promise you I'll try not to make you sleep. Is that okay? All right. So here's here's something that I want to say. I, I titled today's message as the mission of the church. All right. The mission of the church. Now, when I say the mission of the church, I'm not just talking about our church in, you know, specific or our church in general. All right. But I want to talk about the church with a capital C. All right. And uh, I don't want to get into teaching much about that. I'm assuming that most of us, we know about the fact that there is something that's called as a universal church. All right. Which is the, the body of Christ. And under that, we come under the local churches, which is a small C. All right. The local churches that has been positioned and placed in different places of this. Okay. Before I lose you guys. All right. So let, let's start on a common ground. Is that okay? How many of you are into watching sports? Notice my question, watching sports. I didn't say if you're playing sports, okay, because uh, here's the thing, you know, and I was thinking about, you know, like where to start on common ground, I realized I don't get to play sports anymore. All right. I mean, you know, even by the time you reach my age, which is not very far away. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe you might get an opportunity to play a sport that you like, but I'm just asking, you know, how many of you are into watching sports? Can I see your hands? Watching sports. I mean, maybe maybe you like the sport, but you don't play it. Maybe you're not good at it, but you love watching that sport for some reason whatsoever. Okay, so we've got like a few hands. Some are not sure. Okay, fine, fine, whatever. But here's what I want you to think about, okay? In every sport, all right? Now, one of the sports that I love to watch is the National Basketball Association, the NBA in the US, okay? It's, it's a major, I've been following that ever since I was a kid. All right, Michael Jordan, I think, still think is the GOAT. All right, there are people who argue with me on that. But I'm just saying, you know, every sport that you notice, and today off late, you know, if you look at what's happening in India, IPL is something that's really, really picking up. Okay, and if you notice, you know, what they start off with, they start off with like in a league fashion. All right, they play, the teams are playing against each other in the beginning of the season. And then, you know, they pick out the teams with the best record or the number of wins. All right, and then they come into a tournament mode before they finally decide who's going to be the ultimate champion amongst all the teams that actually play that same game. Are you with me? All right. And 
if you are into watching sports or if you following you know any specific sport okay soccer or basketball or whatever it is cricket for that matter all right initially when you notice you know the teams that they come together they playing all right but they seem to be not you know like full in form or they they seem to be like you know kind of you know okay fine the season has just started they kind of tend to take it a little casual okay but as the season goes by as you know they get closer to the championships or they get to you know what's called as the playoffs or you know the final the tournament where you know they know that okay man this one game matters now because if we get if we lose this game we are never going to be able to win that championship how many of you have seen the world cup cricket okay cricket world cup i mean it's always there you know initially they start off with the league all right and then they come into the tournament mode and then man if india ever reaches the finals you know that india is in the finals if you're living in india especially why because man that whole street is going to be lit up they're all going to be watching and you will know when a wicket is lost or gained in that game even if you're not watching the game okay because that's how loud india gets about their cricket okay but here's what i want us to understand every player all right is a part of a team and and the closer they get into their playoffs the closer they get into the championship mode their game becomes more focused their game becomes more you know in tune they start making sure that man i'm giving the best that i can give why because here's a word that i want to introduce and you know this word they all come into this understanding amongst themselves that listen hey we're a team and we have one goal and that is to win the championship at the end of the season let me introduce another word a goal slash mandate slash mission every team knows that the ultimate mission of our team is to be able to win out that championship at the end of the day now here's a question that i want you to think about what if the church understood that the reason why god has established a church in this earth all over the places you know wherever you go you know you you've tried to see that man there's a church that i can attend or there's a church that i can be a part of now the reason why god has established a church in every nook and corner as much as you can find is not because you know every sunday after sunday we come together we worship the lord okay we listen to a good message we feel pumped up about god and ourselves and we go back feeling good no did you know that god has given a certain mandate slash mission slash goal to every church that exists in this world that you and i we are here not because you know we we want to feel good at the end of a sunday but we are here on a very specific mandate a very specific mission that god has started out for the church now I'm not saying you know it's it's wrong to feel good or it's wrong you know to man I shouldn't feel so is that what you know I'm not saying that all of that is a part of it but if we forget the fact that listen I'm here on a mission that God has sent you know me to be a part of this church so that man I can be a part of the ultimate mission or the mandate that God has called us to be we can lose sight and track of what we are actually called to do Now let me let me just take this time you know to establish or to remind all of us you know what we as a church in Manipal stands for. You ready? Okay, you might be shocked if you've not heard this before. 
all right the mission of our church here new life fellowship manipal here is to see that every person who comes into this church by the time you're ready to leave by the time you know man god is going to take you out into a different place or different church or whatever it is that you would be raised up as a missionary to go out into the nook and ends of the world to be used as a missionary by god in other words can i can i can i just alter this okay for you a little bit you know what our prayer is that our prayer is that every one of you who is seated here that god would use you to be a missionary in some place that god is going to take you ultimately does that sound scary me a missionary are you sure okay i don't think i want to come back here anymore and yes that's our prayer that's our prayer that man the, the number of months or maybe just a few days or you know the number of few weeks that you might actually be spending time with us that god would raise you up to be a missionary you know in some place and man god's going to use you in such a powerful tangible way that everyone would look at you and say that man god's using that person very powerfully here's a question can you believe that about yourself do you believe that god can use you as a missionary in a place that god's going to send you because that's what the mission of our church is now what i want to do today is okay i want to i want to just focus on you know a prayer that jesus prayed all right this is moments before you know uh, he was taken he was arrested this is moments before you know this in fact you can read this whole prayer it's, the whole prayer is recorded and it's a huge prayer okay in john's gospel chapter 15 16 and 17 but i want to take a very specific portion because when i'm going through that portion of scripture and i'll show that to you in your moment you know it it it's 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 a little, little strange because the way that he prays i believe you know he's trying to teach us as a local body or the local church a very very specific and a unique lesson and i couldn't make head or tail of it you know what he's trying to say so i'm just going to read that prayer because and you need to understand he's praying over his disciples how many disciples did jesus have Are you sure? You don't seem sure. Okay. Twelve disciples. So here's what Jesus is praying. Okay. John's Gospel, chapter seventeen, verse twenty twenty one. Look at what Jesus prays. I do not pray for these alone. These being the disciples. So he's praying. You know, if you read the previous verses, you'll see that he's praying over the disciples, and then he breaks off into this portion where he says, "I'm not just praying for these disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word." In other words, you know, here's what he's saying. Listen, these disciples I'm praying for them right now, yes, but I'm not limiting the prayer that I'm praying. Remember, this is Jesus praying. I'm not limiting my prayer just for these disciples, but there are people who are going to start believing in me because of what they're going to say. And I'm praying for those people who are also going to be believing me through their word. What is he praying? That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. Lord, I'm praying that they would all be one just as i am in you lord father and you are in me remember jesus is praying and why does he want you know everyone to be one or here's a word that i want to say you know why does he want everybody to be in unity that they may also be one in us what's this now the last part of that verse that the world may believe what the world may believe that you heavenly father has sent me your son jesus christ now it doesn't make sense 
because you know when you think about this whole that last part of that scripture it says that you know man jesus you're praying to the heavenly father what are you praying lord you're praying that man the church you know everyone who's starting to believe in your name they would be united they would be one you know they would love one another they would just be so united and when the world sees that unity what's this now when the world sees the fact that man there's nothing that separates the body of christ there's nothing that separates you know them and they're so united in one another they, they love one another they have no issues going on in midst of each other when the world sees that that's when the world will start believing what that heavenly father you have sent me jesus christ on this earth to die on a cross and to be resurrected for their sins it doesn't make sense okay i'll tell you why it doesn't make sense because i don't know you know man when you think about that you know the first thing that you think that okay man you know i understand because you know i've been trying to share the gospel how many of you have tried to share the gospel with your friends okay with your loved ones and you know when when you come into that place where you're trying to share the gospel what's the first thing that runs in your mind the first thing i mean i know because when i started off you know i i i got saved in my college days right and and i remember i was so passionate i wanted to share the gospel you know with my friends you know about what i found and all of those things and i remember thinking to myself yeah but danny you don't know everything about the bible do you and what are you going to share with them you know if they ask questions about jesus and if they ask questions about god and faith and man what if you get stuck have you ever been there Okay and I used to think man I need to know my foundations right okay man if I could know my foundations right if I knew you know what I'm talking about if I could just simply answer all of the questions that they had then maybe what they might believe I don't know if you ever thought about that okay because because I used to think I mean there's this popular branch okay in Christianity that's called as apologetics how many of you heard that word okay apologetics very famous very this thing good okay the the basic essence of apologetics is basically trying to explain the gospel or trying to explain you know the whole concept of redemption or salvation in a very logical manner that you can understand it in a logical sense all right great place to be in but here's the thing is what what jesus is saying listen jesus is saying listen if you know your facts right if you know your scriptures right then the world will believe that you know that the heavenly father sent me is that what he's saying here is not you know i came in a place you know in my life where i began to think okay maybe it's not about that you know maybe you know i came into a place where i thought that man i think miracles you know i think that's what it is man if i could perform miracles all right i mean i'm thinking okay all of us are here today in church all right and some of maybe one of you you know stood up and said you know can you pray for me i have the sickness and i prayed and miraculously you know there was a miracle that was formed and you know you're completely healed right and you might be thinking man i wish my friends were here to witness this miracle and then maybe they would have believed i don't know if you ever thought about that okay man maybe miracles are the key you know for people to start believing in the lord jesus christ because when they know that our god can actually perform miracles then maybe they'll start believing but that's not what jesus is saying this is not talking about the fact how much you know versus how much you don't know he's not talking about the fact that listen can you perform miracles versus can you not perform miracles he's emphasizing on just one thing what's the one thing that is emphasized listen if you are united if you're united together you're you know you have this oneness and the way that i am in the father and the father is in me and there's a sense of oneness amongst all of you inside of that local church you know what that will do the world will see that kind of unity and that unity 
is what will speak volumes to the people who are watching you it blows my mind because man it 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 it's not a concept that you know it doesn't make sense does it it doesn't make sense how is it the fact that listen i can get along with carol i can get along with magnus and i can get along you know with tani and i mean that unity is what is going to speak volumes you know to the people who are looking at us jesus you don't make any sense at all and in fact you know if you look you know further down john's gospel 1723 here's what he says i in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know again he goes on that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me listen that unity and that sense of love that you have for one another that is what is you know going to open the eyes of the people to believe that you have sent You see, here's the here's the truth. I don't know about you, but I know this is true about me. Okay, that last part where he says, you know, that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them. I don't know about you, but I know this about me. Ever ever since I've gotten to know the Lord Jesus, I've been passionate, you know, to be able to, you know, like I said earlier, I wanted to share the gospel. I wanted to, you know, people to see my life and you know some way if they could know that there is a god that they can believe in there's a god that they can hope in that there is life and that you don't have to be in going into depression you don't have to you know be in despair and think that man this is the end of the world but there's still hope for you i used to be so passionate about that man i remember you know in my early years and even now sometimes you know i used to pray and i asked the lord lord give me the boldness to speak to the people okay i've done some foolish things i'm telling you that Okay let me give you an example I remember I was so passionate and like I said you know I didn't know the scripture back then I just become a newborn believer and I remember you know I was just so passionate about sharing the gospel I remember there was this boy who came to church all right he was a very new boy he comes from a different faith and he comes to the church and he was really excited I took down his number all right and that evening I go to meet him in the hostel and what's my purpose what's my plan I want to share the gospel with him simple purpose I go to his room and we're sitting and talking and then he starts off you know by talking about all of these other things and then I realize that you know one thing led to the other one thing led to the other and guess what I don't have answers <laughs> sitting there and I'm thinking oh man did I mess it up man what if you know he stops believing in little bit of the god you know what he experienced in church you know in that morning because you know I was not able to answer his question so you know what I do okay brilliant move okay I said Just give me a moment okay i got to call somebody i get out of the room all right i call up our pastor back then all right pastor are you there at home he said yeah i'm there at home can we come home please right now okay and he said yeah okay fine then he come over and i said i'm bringing somebody with me he said yeah fine come along and i took him to the pastor's house and he sat in front of pastor pastor sat in front of him I'm like just go on okay i'm just going to get out of the way all right if god wants to move somewhere let him move in that way and he and pastor you know they spoke for a very long time and pastor was able to answer most of his questions he left and then pastor looks at me and gives me a smile i said pastor i almost messed up and he said no it was what's in your heart that mattered it was what's in your heart that mattered you at least took the initiative to do what you did 
Let us say, I've done some foolish things. Why? Because I was passionate about this stuff. I wanted people to know God. And, and I'm telling you, I spent hours praying about this whole thing. Okay? But here's a, here's a question that I want to ask you. Are you passionate? Are you obsessed? You know, it does this whole idea of, you know, man, I want people around me to know about the Jesus that I believe in at some point. Are you consumed with that passion at any point in your life? Is that, let me, let me ask you this. Is that the goal of your life? Is that the mission of your life? Because here's what I believe, you know, at the end of the day, why Jesus kept emphasizing, listen, the world might believe that, you know, they, that, you know, you sent me. When they see the unity amongst the believers, when they see that, man, we are all standing together in one unity and we love one another, the, when the world sees that kind of love and the world sees that kind of unity, that's when the world will start believing. Here's my question to all of you as a church. Are you passionate about letting the world know about the Savior that you believe in? Does it consume you? you know, are you always you know, thinking about that? Because here's what, here's what I can promise you. You see, when, when our life becomes about, you know, man, God, I want you to use my life in whatever way that you can. I'm not perfect. I agree. I have flaws. I have stuff, you know, that I fall into. I have temptations that I'm dealing with on a daily basis. But regardless of all of these things, Lord, Lord, if you can use my life in any way, use it, Lord, to bring people to you. Does that whole idea consume your mind because I'm telling you when you start focusing on that you start what I believe having an eternity focus inside of your mind and what do I mean by an eternity perspective or an eternity focus you're starting to focus on the things that is permanent that will last more than what people call a lifetime I want you to imagine this okay think about the people that you hang around with you know, your close friends, your best friends. I mean, you know, all those people that is there. Imagine, you know, I don't want to discourage you this morning. Okay. But I mean, this is church. Okay. But, but can I, can I just say something? Is that okay? Don't go back and think that, you know what? This is what he told me. Okay. But because it's true, it's going to happen. You ready? You're going to die one day. Okay. I don't mean to discourage you, but I'm just saying it's going to happen at some point. I don't know how and I'm, you know, God forbid that it's, you know, really bad, but I'm saying it's going to happen. Okay. And I want you to picture this. Imagine you're dead and you know, you, you believe, but because you believe in Jesus Christ, guess where you're going? You're going to heaven. But imagine those friends who's been with you. You've been hanging around with them for a very, very long period of time. And when, you know, you're going to heaven after death and when they die and they see you in heaven, have you ever imagined if they look at you and they see you in heaven, what if they looked at you and said, you knew, you knew all this time and we spent so many hours together, we were together for such a long period of time and not once you told me about this. What would you say to your friends? And we were close and we were so thick together and we were, you know, this and that and we did so many things together, not once, not once. In the moments that we were together, you told me about the Savior that you believed in, this God that you worshipped. That I could be in heaven with you right now, but you're there and I'm here. Does it bother you? 
and i'm telling you church it's got to bother you it's got to you know man it got to prick you on the inside listen man i'm god's given me this mandate god's given me this mission and this is what my life should be all about you know one of the things you know what jesus mentions here you know about the unity and i believe one of the reasons you know i believe that you know the, there's no unity inside of the church you know why i believe that because i believe you know not many people on a daily basis they wake up okay and they think that man okay man today is a new day and you know god's given me this new day and god's given me this mission that i need to complete today you know what people normally get up with when you get up i don't know if you about you because i i know i'm guilty of this okay i sometimes you know i think about that okay i've gotten up okay today what do i need to do okay and most of you are in college most of you on this okay i've got this exam coming up i got this presentation coming up all right and if you are a believer and if you do spend time you know praying about you know the stuff that you know what do you pray come on talk to me what do you pray huh god i'm having my exams please help me you know in other words you know the motto that we most of us i mean let me I'll, i'll come back to the motto part of it okay because that that's really interesting okay i think that's what many of us the motto that we live by okay we think that you know man if i get up god's got to help me and not me help god because god i have this stuff happening in my life okay lord i had a fight yesterday with my parents or i had a fight yesterday with my friends and lord today i've got to meet them and i don't know what i'm going to say i'm going to face them and i don't know you know god you got to help me you got to give me you know and sometimes you know some of us we are so good with scripture right okay we tell god god your word says ask me of wisdom and i will give it to god i need that wisdom lord i need the wisdom to be able to handle the situation lord i have my exams coming up i can't you know understand what this whole subject is about and i've been struggling with this lord you need to give me the ability to study this i need that wisdom lord and we ask god for this list of things you know god i need you to do this 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 and this for me because you know why because we think that man god has to help us in everything that we do and some of us you know we take it to the next level you know what we do we think that lord i've been praying hard for this stuff right and i've been you know slogging it really out i've been really working hard you know towards this whole thing and guess what lord i've been serving you lord i'm involved in the church I'm doing this for you in the church I'm doing this I'm doing that Lord I think you need to help me because you know that's what I said like I told you earlier about the motto you know I believe many of us we live with this motto that listen Lord I'm doing this for you so therefore you need to reward me in this particular area of my life we live with this motto that listen god you have to do something in my life and we you know what we do we tend to start focusing on those small small little things but can i tell you this church this morning you ready for one more truth everything that you're working for everything except one thing i'll tell you about that a little later everything that you're working for let it be your degree let it be your career let it be for your family your relationships whatever that you're working for or whatever you're trying to build up you know what they all are they are temporary because at some point you're going to have to leave all of them behind 
at some point you're going to have to leave all of them behind you know because many times you know we think okay man listen i'm i'm studying right now okay i need to get this degree because when i get this degree i get a good job when i get a good job i get a good salary i can live my life comfortably i can get married have kids you know at some point in my life when i retire i want to live well and it's nothing wrong with that i'm not trying to you know minus any of those things but if we live our life centered about that you know what happens we lose sight of what is eternal because at some point in your life everything that you've worked for everything that you've slogged for everything that you've prayed for you're going to have to leave it behind i want you to think about you know what we spoke about the sports team right think about a sports team that is not focused on the mission think about you know the fact that okay let's say um let's say a basketball team okay there's five players on court there's you know maybe seven eight players off court okay substitutes and every player in that team is in it for themselves because they want to be the best player on the court they want to you know make sure that they have all the highest stats you know at the end of the game they want to be the game winner or they want to be the you know star player of that entire team if every player on that team was to focus in on themselves what's going to become of that team do you think they'll win they're not it's going to be very difficult for the team to ultimately win or you know to accomplish or to fulfill the mission or the goal of winning a championship at the end of the day can i tell you this this is why i believe jesus was focusing in on the unity part because the minute that we think about ourselves and minute that you know we take our eyes off the mission we take our eyes off the mandate and we start focusing on ourselves lord you need to help me in this 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 and this you know what happens we think about ourselves and we start focus we stop focusing on the mission we lose out on what the ultimate prize or the ultimate mission that god has called us for can i tell you this when you start focusing on the mission you know what happens suddenly everything else doesn't seem to bother you anymore especially you know in the church or you know especially you know inside when there's a believer versus a believer and there are hurts and there are offenses and all of those things suddenly those things become not very relevant anymore because it's like yeah fine it happened you know what let's just go forward why because we have this mission that we need to accomplish together I want you to think about the heroes of the Bible. Every hero. Okay, you think about Moses, you know, every time I think about the call that Moses had on his life, you know how many people Moses had to lead out of um, Egypt? Any idea how many numbers of people he had to lead out of Egypt? 1 lakh, 2 lakh. So many people. And God chose one man to pick all of them up and to go ahead and deliver them from the pharaoh's hands and moses had flaws moses had problems moses could not speak properly moses had all of these things but yet you know see here's what i want us to understand church when we serve god i don't know if it's ever baffled you you know it's ever you know caught you by surprise like listen lord you're telling me lord lord you want to choose me to do your mission here on this earth Has it ever baffled you that God would pick you? God would pick you. I mean, you of all the people, there are so many people better than you, right? 
people more qualified people more you know eloquent people more smart and people more aggressive why would god pick you because here's what i want us to understand church the whole idea of being able to serve god should just baffle you god has picked you and me despite all of our temptations all of our flaws all of our weaknesses everything that we are embodying and god still looks at you and say listen i am sending you here on this earth on a mission and it's unique and i believe i've equipped you to you know complete the mission that i have given to you the reward for serving god should simply be i can serve god nothing else it's not because i'm serving god god you need to do this for my life and you need to you know reward me in this area no you know in fact i want you to look at a prayer you know because i don't know if you ever thought that you know at some point in your life you can pray this prayer that jesus prayed and paul also prayed a very similar prayer i want you to just see those two prayers okay here's what jesus prayed john's gospel 17 verse 4 to 5 jesus is praying this i have glorified you on the earth I have finished the work which you have given to me to do and now oh father glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was you know what jesus is saying lord i finished the work that you given to me i have glorified your name here on this earth have you ever at some point in your life thought lord one day i can make the same prayer that lord i've come to the end of my race I have you know done what you have called me to do and I have glorified your name in everything that I have done. Can you make a similar prayer? That was Jesus prayer, right? Okay, look at the prayer which you know Paul says. He's writing to Timothy, you know, and 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 6 to 8. Here's what he says. For I'm already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure is at hand. You know what Paul is saying? Listen, it's time for me to leave. My days here on this earth are numbered now. I'm ready to leave. Why? I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have kept the faith. There were temptation, there were times you know when I was tempted to quit and I I I thought that I couldn't handle all of these things but I have kept the faith and I have you know waded through this entire race. I've completed Lord what you have told me to finish. And look at what he says. Finally There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will give to me on that day and not to me only but also to all those who have loved his appearing. I'm ready for the crown that he's going to place on my head the crown of righteousness. Why? Because I have fought the good fight. I have completed the work which God has called me and let me put it this way. I've finished the mission to which and why God has sent me. on this earth. I don't know if you ever whenever you've read the scriptures I don't know if it's ever lightened on you or you know it's it struck you that man one day I want to be able to make this prayer. One day I want to make this prayer that Lord I've done what you've called me to do. Despite all of the challenges despite all of the trials and the persecutions and everything that came my way I've done what you've called me to do. Can I tell you not everybody can make a prayer like this not everybody will even think of making a prayer like this but if you you know at some point you say that listen i want to make a prayer like this towards the end of my days i want to be able to say a prayer like this it will set you on the mission that god has called you to do 
Maybe some of you have never even thought about the fact that listen, okay man, what's this mission that you're talking about? Okay, let me let me tell you this. Okay, I have a grandmother. All right, she's ninety six years old. Ninety six. Okay, and not a day does not go by where she does not wake up every morning and she says, Lord, when are you taking me home? She's bedridden, by the way. Okay, every day, every day when she wakes up, you know what she says. I'm still alive. Why am I alive? Why am I still here? Why doesn't he just take me? This is what she says every single day. Every time you know we go to visit her. All right. She, uh, anyway, we ask her, "How are you?" "I'm good." That's the problem. It's not time for me to go. I don't know why he's not taking me. And you know what's her complaint? Her complaint is that everybody of her age has already been taken. She's like I'm the oldest one alive. Every one of my counterparts, all of them, you know, God has taken. Why has God kept me here on this earth? And every time I'm, I'm not kidding. When I have to tell her, listen, you know, if you still have breath in your nostril, if there's still a pulse in your, that's beating. It means you know God's not done with you. God still has something that He wants to do. And then you know what? She will look at me and she says, "What?" I said, "I don't know. You ask God." telling you there are people who cannot make this prayer why because man i don't know what to do with my life i i don't know man what what mission what purpose what this and when we understand that listen there is a specific mandate that god has put on each and every one of our lives and the mandate as a believer of jesus christ is that when people look at us they would know that there is a jesus christ who lives who is alive for them and he is ready to love them just the way they and he wants to use you he wants to use me to make that message to reach the ends of this earth and every day can i tell you this church every day if we could wake up with that mission in our minds when i wake up in the morning lord you've given me one more day to live which means lord there is this mission that you still want me to complete and i need to go forth and i need to make my life all about you lord jesus wherever i go when people look at my life lord even in the smallest most tangible way if you're going to use my life to proclaim your gospel to proclaim your love about you know how you love them regardless of who they are lord use me lord for that mission use me for that purpose use me for that mission You know I was thinking every time you go to God in prayer what do you pray about Every time you go to prayer I'm hoping that all of you do pray at some time okay When you pray to God what do you pray about Do you pray for your wellness and your well-being and all of those things do you pray that There's nothing wrong I'm not saying you should okay you pray for that right You pray for God to help you with your studies and with your exams and you know all that right Can I add one more line to your prayer if you never made that prayer lord What can I do for you today Have you ever asked God that Lord I know you're the king of this world I know there's so many things that must be on your mind right now and I'm just a puny little human being in this small place called Manipal which probably is not even visible on the globe and i'm crying out to you and i'm asking you for all of the requests you know that i have in my mind and my heart and the stuff that i'm struggling with and all of those things and there's nothing wrong with that you should but at any point have you asked us lord of the universe the king of kings the lord of lords you know his majesty on the highest have you ever asked him this question lord what can i do for you today 
is there something little little bit i know i'm just you know one dot but can i do something for you today jesus goes on to pray john's gospel chapter 17 verse 14 to 15 i have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world let me just stop right there do you have people that hate you okay because if you have never seen promise verses i told you i'm i'm a little less okay i see promise verses in almost everything you want a promise from god right now this morning okay you can say that's yes, i got a new promise from god you know what the promise is it's not a very happy promise right the world's going to hate you why because of your faith because of the fact that you believe in a lord jesus christ the world is going to hate you jesus says it right here take it as a promise it's not going to change no matter how good you are no matter how try good you try to please people and try to be in their good books no matter how trust you trust me when i say when jesus says this if jesus has to say it it's the truth the world is going to hate you. there are people that's going to hate you at some point no matter what you do because of your faith and look at this is what he's saying listen i've given them your word okay why and his look at look at what that 15 verse just baffles me again okay i do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one have you ever prayed when you're going through a difficult situation a difficult challenge you know you're facing difficult people have you ever prayed lord why are those people in malak can you just take them away please have you ever prayed that prayer i know i have many times okay sometimes i even pray that even today now not for you you all are good people i pray that prayer but you know what jesus is saying no they're going through a difficult thing but i'm not saying lord you need to take them out of that difficulty you know what in other words can i just flip the text for you a little bit let them be there you might be looking at jesus what you want me to be there in this difficulty in this difficult situation and i'm 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 asking you lord to do something about this situation take me out from this whole place i want to be in a good place i don't want to struggle and you know go through all these trials and challenges and temptations and persecutions and all of lord please take me out and jesus is saying listen i'm praying that they be there and the only thing that he's praying for you and for me in all those difficulties you know what he's praying look at what he says that you should keep them from the evil one he's praying for protection from the enemy over your lives that's the only thing jesus is saying why because when we go through those challenges when we are on this mission when we have something that we are focused towards you know the truth is there will always be challenges there will always be trials there will always be things that sideline you maybe distract you maybe take you off the course but listen when you have your eyes keyed in and focused in on the one mission that god has called you to walk into the the strength of god is going to help you to wade through every one of those challenges and problems why because the mission is that great the mission is that great john's gospel 17 17 to 18 jesus goes on to say sanctify them by your truth your word is truth as you sent me in the world i have also sent them into the world here's a mission as you have sent me into the world I am also sending them into the world. Jesus Christ is sending each and every one of us into the world. But you know what he's giving us? He's giving us God's word. And what is he saying here? Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify literally means, you know, the stuff that is already inside of us, it's like, you know, a cleansing agent. 
Do you, do you give your clothes to laundry? I hope you do. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? So that it becomes clean, right? All the dirt and all of the stuff that is there on those clothes would be completely clean. How do you do that? You put a cleansing agent onto it so that it becomes clean so that you can take it and you can use it again. Our minds are constantly bombarded with stuff that comes from the world. And you know what God is saying? Listen, Jesus is saying, listen, I've given them your word. Why? So that the word can keep sanctifying, keep cleansing, you know, what is going on inside of their mind so that they don't get distracted. They don't go off track. They can continue to be staying focused on the mission that God has called you to walk in. This is why I keep telling you week after week. What do I keep telling you week after week? You got to read how many chapters in a day? Five chapters, I'm telling you. You cannot stay without God's word even a single day or a single moment. Why? Because you need God's word to keep constantly filtering out the dirty stuff that is there inside of your mind. And only God's word can do it. There's power in God's word and you need to do that. What's the mission? Why did God send us into this world? Again, the great mandate, okay, Matthew's gospel, chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the day. You've read this verse so many times, I'm sure. What's the mandate? What's the mission? What's the goal, you know, that God wants each and every one of his children to do? Listen, you've got to go out and make disciples. What does it mean to be a disciple? It means simply to follow Jesus Christ in all of his principles, in all of his ways. I remember as a young believer, you know, one of my seniors in church, you know, they asked me this question. Okay. And I want to ask you that question. I want to see what you're going to answer me with this question. What's the greatest joy that you could ever have as a Christian? What do you think? What's the greatest joy that you could ever have as a Christian? What do you think? Anybody? What's the greatest joy? What would give you the most happiness? as a Christian, as a believer. A miracle, okay. What else? Anybody? Be in His presence, okay. What else? Anything else? Anybody? Because I gave some of these answers to him. Yeah, and when, when she answered that question, she was, was a she. And when she answered the question, it, it blew my mind. You know what's the greatest joy? Because I realized that's the truth. You know what's the greatest joy that we could as believers or followers of Jesus Christ, we could ever receive? That when we get to heaven, when you see somebody there and they come up to you and they tell you that, hey, I'm here because of you. There could be no greater joy than that. That God used me. A horrible, useless, hopeless person like me to touch the life of somebody and they are in heaven today forever and ever and ever in eternity with me because God was willing to use me for that. I'm telling you, that's the greatest joy that we could ever have as a Christian believer. 
nothing else can even come up to that level i mean imagine someone i mean okay forget the eternity thing i'm don't don't forget the eternity thing i'm just saying you know for example if someone just comes and tells you hey listen thank you so much for your help you know your life is speaking volumes to you. how would that make you feel i mean you haven't done anything okay you just you just there you just minding your own business you're doing your thing right but they come and tell you man there's something about you you know it it, it really touches me don't you feel good about yourself and imagine in heaven when everything is over and you know all of us we are in the eternity being and we are all in that place and they come and say listen i'm in eternity because of you it should blow your mind the mission of the church like i said you know today's message it's it's concise it's brief and i know you know for some of you might be thinking it's like a boring message but here's what i want you to think about it's not a new message that i'm preaching today it's been around for ages together but you know whenever we go through the scripture whenever we take up you know heroes of the bible we know that the spotlight is on them and you know they're doing what god has called them to do and we read about their challenges we read about all their trials and persecution that they've been through and you know at the end we know how the story turns out right and we think listen don't give up here man come on keep pressing on keep pressing on because you know things are going to turn around this morning you know we've been worship you thinking about esther I mean they were at a place where they were all about to die. And if they had decided that they're going to quit at that point what would have happened in that story? But we know the end of the story. So when you're reading through that story I'm sure you know I don't know if you ever been in a bible story when you're reading and you're thinking listen don't quit don't quit keep going keep going keep going. Cuz it's going to turn out well for you it's going to turn out well for you. But here's a thought. Do you know that the spotlight now is on you and on me and that you know people from heaven are watching you know hebrews 12 we looked at it you know in our comparison game series uh, you know the heroes of faith are looking at us and they're cheering us on they're looking at you and saying listen don't quit we see the end of the story you're on this mission you're on this this just keep going forward just keep going forward i know it looks difficult i know it looks challenging but listen keep going forward don't quit now i've seen the end and it turns out very different from what you imagined here's what i want us to leave us with listen we're on a mission and don't you ever forget that doesn't matter i'm not saying you know everything else is not important yes it is at this phase of your life it is we got to pray for those things yes we need to you know get god's help for all of those exams and you know research and theses and whatever you know presentation all of those things are important yes but don't lose sight of the eternal call that god has on your life that listen you and me here we are on a mission you know this um, i close with this okay uh these last 3 days in manipal there was something that's there was a dental conference that was happening in these last 3 days okay manipal right here tmpi hall man first time i enter that hall nice okay and uh, they had one of the workshops uh, two workshops was uh, in the melaka medical college lecture halls oh man it's like amazing place to you know just just sit and man these guys have really spent some money huh okay and and i remember you know this whole conference thing was announced or i got to know about this conference like 2 months back 
I know the only problem with this conference was it was a UG conference, an undergraduate conference. So the only people that this conference was actually catering to was the undergraduates. You know, we're talking about 20 to 25 year olds. Those are the only students that was going to be there. And I realized there's not going to be any seniors there. Okay, at least my age. Not very far. Okay. I keep saying that. Okay, somebody asked me on my birthday, how old are you? I said, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, but but here's the thing, okay, and I and I ask people, okay, listen, can seniors attend this conference and things like that? And you know, I remember, you know, me and Nanu Chechi, you know, we're sitting and we're talking, and she said, it's going to be a UG conference. There's only going to be students there. What are you going to do? I mean, it's not like you're going to learn anything there in the conference anyway. But back of my mind, no matter how much I try to discard, in fact, at a point, I decided that I'm not going to go. Okay, they opened up. They said it's fine, sir. You can attend, but you can you can't attend any of the workshops. You can only attend the lecture sessions that are there. I said, yeah, good enough. But I remember, you know, we decided that I'm not going, and but somehow that whole thing kept coming back into my mind again and again. Danny, I think you should go. Danny, I think you should go. And and I'm thinking, why would I want to go there? And I, the only thing that kept ringing in my mind was, listen, because there are so many students are going to be there. Man, what if God uses you to touch somebody? What if you can connect with somebody in that group? And what if, you know, man, you could be the one person that somebody could open up and share about their personal life. And what if their lives are changed, you know, for the next, after those three days for the rest of their lives. And I remember this conviction came in so strongly and I started praying and I signed up. Okay, I signed up. And... You know, true to the conference's word, there were around 800 students and I was probably the only delegate who was my age. The people sitting on the lecture halls were my age and I'm looking at them and I'm listening to them talk and I'm like, I don't know how many of these guys can really understand what you're saying. Okay, but I'm sitting there and I'm not kidding when I say all those three days when I used to walk in Melaka Medical College and when I was walking in TMA Pi Halls and every single moment I was just praying in tongues and I was asking, Lord, Lord, if there is somebody that you want me to connect with in this conference over the next three days, Lord, open up my eyes and allow us and give us an opportunity to be able to connect. And I'm not kidding when I say over the three days I met a couple of people, people I'd never met before, young people, you know, your age. They came, they started opening up. They started sharing their life stories. And you know, two, two, three people of them, you know what, they looked at me and said, I don't know why I feel like sharing all of these things with you, but I'm doing it anyways. And I'm thinking, Lord, I know you're using me there. Why? Because I am on a mission. And I kept reminding myself, I'm here on this mission. It doesn't matter what the lectures are. Some of the lectures are fine. I could relate and connect with some. And some of them I realized, the guys on the stage have no idea what they're talking about. I'm being serious. Okay. But here's what I kept reminding myself. And it, it did feel odd. I mean, in fact, you know what? One of the things that Anu Chechi asked me was, isn't nobody asking why you're there? You're the oldest guy in that group. And I mean, 700, 800 students in that. And have you been to TMA Pi, the conference hall? Have you been there? You've not been there, man. You've been there? It's huge. I think that whole hall can capacitate, what, 1,000 people? 1,500 people? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Humongous, okay? And that hall was full. Almost full. 700, 800. They wanted 1,000, but they didn't get up to 1,000. 800 students. And I'm the only guy who's sitting there who's like a little older. I'm looking around, man. Not even one person can come close to my age in this group. 
but i kept reminding myself it's okay i'm embarrassed it looks embarrassing it looks you know really this thing but i'm here on this mission why because i believe god has sent me here to reach out to maybe a few people and god sent those people in my way i got this statement up on the screen the last statement can we all read this together i know we're just a few people but come on it's sunday morning all right you can do better than that come on read it out i'm a missionary now here's what i want you to do i want you to turn to the person sitting next to you and tell them you are a missionary i am a missionary you are a missionary in fact uh, i didn't put up the exclamation mark i wanted to leave it as dots because here dots okay because i wanted you to fill up that blank there it's supposed to be a blank okay i'm sure she put a smiley up face on the online group okay but dash 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 why because i want you to fill up that blank i'm a missionary where am i a missionary in the place that i have been placed in my college in my hostel in my campus in my house in my amongst my family members in my workplace wherever you fill up those blanks i'm a missionary in this place Hey as a church we're in Manipal what are we in Manipal we are missionaries in Manipal we have a mandate we have a mission and our mission is that the world might believe that god indeed has sent jesus christ onto this and we need to live our whole life around this one fact that i am a missionary and i'm here on a mission can we close our eyes and look to the lord in prayer as we're in the presence of god this morning and i know maybe you know today's message is challenging it's not something maybe you know you've ever thought about at all and i know it's not you know focused on us but it's focused on god and it's focused on his mission and what he wants us to do here on this earth so it may not be an easy message to digest and understand i i get that but we can't lose track or we can't lose focus on the idea that this is why we are here on this earth as believers in jesus christ that we're not just here you know to have a good time and enjoy and you know grow in god and all of those things also all those things are also a part of it we're here because god has sent us here on a mission and that fact that i am a missionary you're a missionary lord has he's not looking at how qualified you are he's not looking at you know how well you know your bible and how well you know your scriptures and all of those things the only thing god is looking for this morning is listen do you have a heart that will say lord i know that i've been asking you of things but lord this morning i want to ask you what can i do for you it's about you lord it's not about me everything on this earth is about you my career my family my relationships my studies my my degrees everything lord is about you can we all just stand up as a church this morning
and even as you know we are in the presence of god and maybe maybe this has never run in your minds before but i want us to you know at this moment i want us to lay everything at the feet of the lord jesus because he is here this morning he is right here with us right now and i want us to leave everything on his feet you know our presentations our you know the 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 the, the arguments or you know the hurts that we are carrying whatever it is i want us to leave it at the feet of jesus christ because listen we are here on this mission This is Mission Sunday and we are reminding ourselves because the Holy Spirit of God wants us to remind us listen at the end of the day we cannot get sidetracked we cannot get distracted on the mission that God has called us here to do and that is to let the world know that there is a Jesus that they can still hope in the world is suffering the world is losing out there are people who are committing suicide left right and center because they have no hope in their lives we carry the hope the living hope his name is jesus and we want and god wants us as a body of christ as a church to be able to stand out as a light so that the world can look at us and know that there's a jesus that they can believe in there's a jesus that loves them thank you jesus hallelujah father even as we are in your presence this morning lord I want to thank you Lord Father for giving us this ability to listen to this message Lord. Father we know it's not an easy message Lord Father to digest Lord. It's not something easily Lord the Father that we can wrap our arms around and say Lord Father. But Lord just like Paul prayed and just like Jesus prayed Lord. We know Lord Father that we have been sent here on a mission and on a purpose Lord Father. That if we are still alive Lord Father today if we still have breath in our nostrils if there is still a pulse that is beating Lord Father it is because Lord you still are not done with us and you have a great purpose ahead of us Lord. And Father help us never to lose sight of that focus lord help us never to lose sight of that mission lord father lord no matter what the temptations that comes our way no matter what the distractions no matter how loudly the enemy whispers into our ears that you're no good and you're not adequate enough and that lord that every one of those negative things that the enemy might whisper into our ears lord help us to put all those things aside and continue to look to you and continue to run the race that you've called us to run lord father Because Lord this life is not about us anymore Lord this life is about you Lord Father everything that we have today on this earth lord it belongs to you and father we know that you've given these things to us lord every relationship that we have everything that we possess our degrees our careers lord father everything that we have on this earth you want us lord father to use them to glorify your name lord and father we want to come into a place one day just like jesus prayed lord I have glorified your name here on this earth Lord. I have finished the work that you have called me to do Lord Father. Lord we want to come into that place Lord Father where we can pray that prayer boldly and confidently because Lord we would know Lord Father by that time everything that you have used our lives for has brought glory to your name Lord Father. We thank you Father. We thank you for the mission that you've given to us Lord. And Father we pray that even till the end Lord Father we would stay true to our mission Lord. We would not get sidetracked, we would not get deviated. But we would stay focused on the mission that you've called us to do as a church Lord. And just like Lord you spoke about unity Lord Father. As a church help us to remain united Lord. Help us not to be divided but help us to be united so that Lord the world can see just like you prayed. The world can see through our unity that it is indeed you heavenly father who has sent the lord jesus christ onto this earth 
we thank you once again for this time lord we surrender each of us into your hands lord even as we go from this place we pray that your presence would go before us lord father fight the battles for us lord help us to see beyond lord father lord every challenge and pers- thing that is there lord change our perspectives lord and help our perspective to always be an eternal perspective father we thank you father we surrender each of us into your hands in jesus most mighty and precious name we pray let's receive the benediction may the love of god our father the grace of our lord jesus christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with each and every one of us now and forevermore amen amen that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and I'm really hoping to see you next week.